share with me and get to know me. Working within it so that you can trust You gotta them. be able to produce things. Okay. And I'll tell you why that production is so important. But before we go that, how do you use those two pieces of equipment? And you- success is not necessarily financial, but success is when you feel fulfilled in what you're doing. And then to other women, they need to know their value, their worth. But, but I believe um, everything that you put your mind to and you achieve is success. Give us um, all the stuff. Okay, I'll answer all 16 of those questions right now. I started uh, in the music business at Sony while I was still... My name is Renee Hastings, and I'm your host of Renee Speaks. Y'all, today's show is going to be fantastic. And you want to know why? I'll tell you why. Because we have with us Samantha Siffring. Samantha is a business coach and marketing agency founder who supports women-owned small businesses. Her philosophy is that by keeping things simple, we can achieve a lot, professionally and personally. She lives in Denver, Colorado with her husband, Stuart, their three kids, and three pets. She's a devoted volunteer, a travel lover, avid reader, and a huge basketball fan. Y'all, she hosts the Simple Online Business Podcast. Check her out. Y'all join me in welcoming Samantha Sipping. Hello. Thanks so much for having me. I love that hype intro. <laughs> I am so excited that you're here today because around the holidays, things get so chaotic. As business owners, as women, as mothers, as wives, as aunts, sisters, you name it. Pile on the holidays on top of that. Life is just bananas. And so you are here today to talk to us about keeping it simple. Keep it simple. Make your life easy. (laughs) And so you're going to share with us all the benefits of that, how we can take care of ourselves. And keep things in mind, keep things in perspective so that we don't wear ourselves out. We just don't want to do that, right? So go ahead and tell us how you got started on this journey. Why did you decide to start keeping things simple? I decided to do it because I'm somebody who likes to do a lot of things. And I will say yes to all the things and pile them on until... There is way more than I can handle on there. And I've been through this cycle a lot of times in my life where I said yes to all the things and it's so exciting. And then I hit this point of overwhelm and I can't do it all. And then it's a tough situation. I have to start saying no or totally deplete myself trying to do all of the things. 
I mm -hmm. also was somebody who starting out my business, I had worked for other people's businesses before and had seen the internal operations of six figure, seven figure and more businesses. So when I started mine on day one, not having made a dollar, I thought I need to have all the systems and all the platforms and offers and all of those things, just like those businesses from day one. And it mm. didn't work. I created all those things and nobody bought. And mm. the business made no money initially when I had done all of that work. And the real transformation point for me was when I simplified everything down to one offer, one primary platform for marketing, one focus, and then the business took off. Wow. Isn't that amazing how less is more? Yes. <laughs> Honestly, when, they, when people say that less is more, you're like, but how can it be more? But mm -hmm. when you take away the distractions and, or, and the choices, the number of choices and the number of options that people have to go through to get to the one thing that you really want them to have anyway, <laughs> you know, it just makes life so much better for everybody. It makes less work for you and, you know, less time for them because they don't have to sift through so much stuff to get to the, mm -hmm. to the, to the, to the, the sweet spot. <laughs> right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I've seen it so much with clients that they start working with me and they have all of these ideas and all these things that they want to do. And with every single one of them, I have them create a really simple plan for their business, simple business model, simple marketing plan. And it just works. It just takes off because when your attention is just focused on one thing instead of all the things, you're able to go so much further with it. Right. Absolutely. Kind of like KFC. That's what it comes to mind right now. <laughs> like KFC does chicken. You know, that's it. They they don't do all of the fancy other things. It's like for the longest time back in the day, KFC only did chicken because mm -hmm. that was their that was their bread and butter. And so they became experts at it. They got a system. It's simple to repeat and scale. And that's what they do. And that's what they're now known for is chicken because they do chicken right because it's just simple. One thing. You want yeah. chicken? Go to KFC. <laughs> I love KFC. <laughs> <laughs> Same. There's all these other places out there. Yeah. And, and no, we're not getting any kickbacks from KFC. I'm just saying, because my personal is <laughs> my personal preference. But anyways, that's what comes to my mind when I think about keeping it simple, doing one thing and just being excellent at that one thing. Mm -hmm. Then just makes life so much better and easier for everybody. So when you think about keeping things simple professionally, you know, you talked about that part, but what about personally? Why is it so crucial for your own personal success to keep things simple? I think just because we have a limited time and limited energy. So, you know, I had mentioned I'm the kind of person who likes to do a lot of things and there is a limit to that. And, and that has been like a disappointing lesson to learn. I don't like that <laughs> limit, but it's there and you do have to make choices. You have to decide what gets to stay and get my attention and what doesn't. And mm -hmm. I think, you know, it allows you to achieve so much more 
just the same as professionally, personally, we all have personal goals and a personal vision as well. And having a simpler focus on less things is going to allow us to accomplish more personally too. Agreed. Because our cup isn't running over so much all the time, so frequently. So when we simplify things and take we um, take it easy on our, our bodies, on our mental capacity, our mental state, our physical well-being, you know, it's just such a, a, a calmer state of being. And I think when you simplify things and you're in that calmer state, you're able to respond better even. When people ask things of you, if you're already overfull, overflowing and your cup is already full and you're and somebody asks you to do something else, you'd be like, look, <laughs> I am one person. No, <laughs> no, the answer is no. <laughs> so true. Yeah. And I think it, it it's more fun too. I am somebody who really values fun and enjoying my life. And I know for me, the simpler things are, the more space that's there in my life, the more times there are in the day where I don't have to be doing something, the mm -hmm. more relaxed I feel, the more enjoyable things are, the more I feel I can be present with my kids and do something spontaneous and fun if I want to. You know, it just, it feels like there's more flexibility and options, which I really like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I, I don't think pe enough people understand the relationship between simplicity and fun and your capacity for fun. It just, they just go together. They just, they just go hand in hand. And it's so important that when you are keeping things simple, you're not overloading yourself. You are more, you are a more fun person. Mm -hmm. by virtue of the fact that you're not overwhelmed. Overwhelmed people are not usually very happy people. And no. if you're not happy, you're not usually a whole lot of fun. <laughs> so that's so important to keep in mind for sure. Absolutely. Um, and I think especially for women, it's hard to say no, number one. Uh, so we got, I think my own personal opinion is we need to be comfortable with being able to say no to things so that we can take care of ourselves. And Danica also says, she agrees with us. We're like right here with Danica. She says everything should be made as simple as possible. So uh, we're, you are speaking to the choir here, Miss Samantha. That's great. I love it. I am glad that I'm not the only one who thinks that this is the way to go. Yes, absolutely. So what effective practices simplify complex tasks or decisions that have to be made on a daily basis? I think a major hurdle for a lot of us is the things that we think we should be doing. The things that we just have it in our mind that that's the right thing to do or the thing that everyone's doing, the thing that we should do. And social media, I think, and influencers have made this so much harder because we're constantly getting inputs of things that we should be doing. And I think, too, if you're following a lot of business experts, you're going to be hearing a lot of different things, you know, every business should do this kind of things. 
and yeah. it piles up into so many things. So one of the things that I do every time I'm thinking about a plan or looking at my schedule or to-do list and feeling like it's getting out of hand, I look for what are the things that I want to do? What are the things I actually like? I think mm -hmm. those should stay on the list. Mm -hmm. And then what are the things that are important or necessary? And then I have like a follow-up filter on that question because usually in that first round of what's important or necessary, there's stuff in there that still shouldn't be in there. So I will ask myself why and according to who is this important or necessary? And that usually shakes out a few more things. And then in the act of questioning those things, I am able to reduce things down to a place where this is manageable and this is the right list of things to be doing. Not everything on there is something I love or really want to do because that's not what life is. Sometimes there's things on there that we don't really want to do that are still necessary and important, yeah. um, but sprinkled in with the things that I do like and enjoy. Right. Absolutely. And for those things, just a shameless plug here, for those things that you don't like to do that still need to be done, you can hire a virtual assistant service like Executive Help Now, and we can take those things off of your plate for you, and you can still do the things that you enjoy doing. So uh, definitely uh, part of keeping things simple is learning the art of delegation. So that is so important. Um, and that just also keeps your cup filled you know, from, I was on a, a show just recently with Natalie, uh, who's a host of From a Full Cup. And we were talking about when you take care of yourself, you delegate things, you keep things simple, you can operate from a full cup. And that's definitely what we want to continue to do to, to, for quality of life. I mean, goodness, we get one life. <laughs> so we might as well live it well and be balanced and, and not overwork ourselves and take on so much thinking we have to do everything because we don't. But I love the point that you made about how social media and influencers and even business coaches, it's like every two seconds, we're getting a new message that says, you have to have this to, for your business to be successful, or you have to have that for your business to be successful. You have to do this, or you have to, whatever, you have to, have to, have to, you don't know. <laughs> we don't. <laughs> we don't have to. Nothing. So we. It may be wise for us to do some things, but we don't have to do everything. And it's not wise for us to even try to do everything. That's mm -hmm. just not smart. <laughs> not yeah. smart at all. And yet, yeah, Daily Movement Web Shop says that they agree. Delegation is key. Absolutely. So definitely um, keep that in mind as you are simplifying your life, audience, delegate, simplify, delegate. They go together. <laughs> All right. So Samantha, what advice do you have to offer to those who are struggling to simplify and they have to deal with so many uh, different commitments? They've got commitments. They, they can't just brush them off. What do they do? I think those questions that I said earlier are really helpful to look at because I think sometimes we can look at all of our commitments, all of the things on our list and feel stuck and feel like we're trapped in this situation and we don't have choices. And like you said, 
we don't have to do it. And I think allowing yourself the ability to look at your list and recognize you don't have to do anything on that list. There's definitely things on the list that you probably want to do. Like you probably want to feed your children or purchase Christmas gifts for people, right? Yes. Like you probably want to do those things, but I think just knowing like nothing on there is something you actually have to do. Like there definitely are people in the world who don't do any of the things on that list. And you know, that, that is an option. Yeah. And then I think from there to me, at least it feels, instead of feeling like I'm trapped and stuck, it helps me remember that I'm choosing all of those things. Mm. You know, like I'm choosing to make the dinner, to host the party, to purchase the gifts, to, do this volunteer activity. Like I, I am choosing that. I could just quit. I could just say no, call my mother-in-law and say, can you please host? No, right now I am choosing to do that thing. And mm -hmm. that for some reason immediately helps me to feel so much better. Even if I don't change anything, just remembering like, oh, I'm choosing this is yes. so helpful. Yes. Oh, I love that. I absolutely love that because when you've made the choice, it's like you're in control. You know, this was a, a deliberate, intentional thing that you said yes to. And and being mindful of that, I think helps it number one from keep keep from being overwhelming and helps you prioritize the other things around it because this is a priority that you've set for yourself. Mm -hmm. And which is which is good. So you're staying in control of your schedule, of your life. And that will help to keep things simple because if whatever it is, it's trying to interfere or whatever doesn't go with this priority that you've set, then either you delegate it or you give it, you know, put it off to a different time, reschedule it, or, you know, uh, so you still continue to make sure it happens, but you don't necessarily have to be the one to do it uh, mm -hmm. in many cases. Yeah, I think something that we always forget is that other people can help. And there's some people, there's like some other people who want to help. And yeah. I think we always overlook that. I know like my husband always wants to help. My in-laws always want to help. And I am somebody who really struggles to ask for help. So I really yeah. have to push myself to do that. But then mm -hmm. there's also people who can help like teen children, for instance, can help with a lot of things around the house. They probably don't want to, but they can, and it's actually good for them. Absolutely, they can. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and even some toddlers can help too, pick up toys yeah. and put them back in their rooms. Toddlers can do a lot, and toddlers actually really like to do helpful things around the house. Absolutely. They don't usually do the greatest job, and you kind of have to, you know, restrain yourself. I saw this meme that was talking about, um, like, restraining yourself when your child's decorating the Christmas tree and they're doing it all wrong. I think sometimes like lowering your standards is part of this process and that's okay. But, yeah. you know, like you mentioned with the virtual assistant, there's also people out there who you are contributing to their livelihood. And that actually is a great feeling for me. I have a team in my business and it feels so good to be giving work to other people and knowing that I'm providing a job that people love 
People love working on my team and tell me that all of the time. That feels amazing. And then it feels amazing to me to not have to do things like check my email or, Mm -hmm. you know, schedule posts or blog posts or handle podcast production or all of the different things that are not my zone of genius and just not my thing. (laughs) And they're not real good to me to do. (laughs) Other people are happy to do. Yes, absolutely. Um, We can relate to that very well because that's exactly what we do. We lighten the load for people and take things off their plate that they don't love, but we do. (laughs) So you're so smart to, to have a team to delegate those things to and to, cause that's one of the ways that you are able to scale and grow your business is by bringing on team members so that you don't feel like you have to do everything yourself. And I couldn't agree more that so many people have trouble asking for help. And, but once they do, and they see how much better their lives are when they're not bound to everything. It's, that's a great and rewarding feeling for, for me as a business owner as well. When our clients can say, oh my gosh, this is amazing. This is truly amazing that I just handed it over to your team and they just took it, ran with it. I didn't have to do anything but push a button and everything was done. And that is just such an incredibly amazing feeling. So yes, I, I agree. We are we are seeing eye to eye. <laughs> so Samantha, can you share an experience where simplifying a business or simplifying a process helped a business grow? Yeah. So I have one particular client in mind with this idea of simplifying. When she first came to work with me everything was complicated. Like it, it wasn't even like one particular process. It was everything about the business was complicated. And she was trying to grow her audience multiple different places. She was trying to sell multiple different things. And she had made maybe like $2,000 in the, the year prior to working with me. So we started working together right around this time of year very beginning of December and from January to November, $2,000. When we first started working together, I was like, we're throwing out all this stuff, <laughs> everything that you're doing. Let's just set it aside. I probably at the time was like, let's throw this in the garbage can because I was just very uh, blunt with her. <laughs> but set this aside, throw this away, whatever. And, whatever. and instead here's what the strategy is going to be. You're going to sell this one thing. And I, with this person even told her, like, I've heard your skill set. I know what you have to offer. This is the thing that people will buy from you. Trust me, sell this. And Mm -hmm. this is the way that you're going to market it. So then your process every day when you get into work is going to be doing this plan, doing this marketing strategy, getting on a call with somebody and selling this product. And that is all you're going to be doing during your work time. And she ended up making $20,000 that month. Like this was night and day difference from the business before. And you wouldn't think get rid of your courses and your memberships and like all the things that people say are so amazing to offer and sell only one thing. Like you wouldn't think 
that would have such a drastic difference. Just, right. I don't know. Like that's not what you hear out there. Mm-hmm. But for her and for a lot of other clients, like that changed everything. Just wow. simplifying stuff down, focusing just on this one process of market in this particular way. This is the message. This is the platform. And then the sales process is get them to a call and sell them this thing. Like just that alone transformed everything. Wow. Wow. Ariel's with me. She says, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. wow. Yeah. And at the time, really wow. client, like that was her goal. And she, she was like, that's my goal. I was like, okay, if you accomplish that goal, then I will have you on my podcast and we'll talk about it. So I feel like she had that like extra layer of motivation and you yeah. did it. I love it. I love it. And what great coaching and what a great motivator you are. Because uh, some people might think, oh, this is just too hard. It's just way too difficult or it's a pie in the sky pipe dream that I could ever make $20,000. Mm-hmm. But with your encouragement and your support and your guidance, you were able to help steer her down a path where she would, if she followed the instructions, that's exactly the result she got. And her reward is that she got to be on your show. How yeah. exciting. How exciting. That's so fantastic. And I'm so proud of you as a coach (laughs) uh, to be able to take your clients down a path like this where they can see for themselves significant improvement by simplifying what they're offering and simplifying how they're going about presenting whatever their product or service is. Streamlining all that, the the whole process makes things easier because you're able to be more productive when you are able to streamline things, right? Yeah, and so many of us are so busy. We have so much going on. Uh, We have, you know, children, volunteer obligations, a house to take care of, pets, you know, all the things. Mm -hmm. And we aren't like a, you know, 22-year-old in mom's basement who can work 80 hours a week on their business. That's just not the reality for any of the clients that I work with. They're Mm -hmm. all people who have a lot of other things going on. And because of that, when you have that limited time and limited energy for your business, it has to be simple. You Mm -hmm. can't have a giant list because it's not realistic So you have to have a really simple plan. It's going to allow you then to be really consistent. And we all know being consistent is what makes businesses grow. So that is really the key. Yes, 100%. You have to be consistent. Uh, We were just uh, having a chat earlier today and they just mentioned consistency is the key to success. Mm -hmm. Like bottom line, no question about it. You have to be consistent in what you're doing. And when you have simple processes to follow, it's pretty easy to do because you've simplified things. So tell us, Samantha, when and or how does Simple Online Business Podcast align with your mission of promoting simplicity in entrepreneurship? Yes. So I think in two different ways. So one, I do give tactical advice. I give how-tos. I walk people through, you know, here's a really simple process to follow for, you know, whatever the topic is of the week. So that's part of it. And I think the other part is like mentally and emotionally, 
I think the podcast really helps people to get a taste of what it's like to have a coaching conversation with me. When people Mm -hmm. have a conversation with me about their business, they always feel really calm, really Mm -hmm. clear on their next steps and really motivated to get started on it. So I always want that to be the takeaway from these podcast episodes as well. So I've given you the tactics so you can be really clear, but you're also feeling calm and like this is actually doable for you. Love it. I love it. So who would you say is your ideal um, uh, audience or who's your client, your ideal client that you work with? Yeah. So my ideal client is a woman who has a small business. She is typically a solopreneur or has a very small team, just maybe a couple of people who work with her. And it's usually an online service-based business. So coaches, consultants, graphic designers, virtual assistants, copywriters, you know, all of those types of online services. Awesome. Awesome. Yes. And and I can definitely see how what you have to offer can improve their lives, you know, of all of of those um, folks in that profession. And should they have been just getting started or maybe in business a couple of years or does it matter? it, It doesn't really matter. I work with people at all different phases and I have different offers for different people. So I have something for people who are just starting out. I have something for people who are, going, the business is working, but they want to hit six figures. And then I have private one-on-one coaching for people who are beyond that six-figure mark and need a more custom approach to scaling the business. Got it. Got it. That's really good to know that there is no limit. So whether you're just getting started in business or you're already at six figures trying to get to seven, but you have something for everyone. So that is really great. And thank you, Chris. Chris likes my hat. Thank you for joining the show. (laughs) Yes, it is December and I am all about Christmas. I have a shirt that says, I'm just a girl who loves Christmas. (laughs) I think that's so cute. (laughs) So I couldn't wait for uh, December to get here, even if it's, you know, just for that, that reason. But, uh, but back to us, Samantha. So I know that you have a lot going on with your uh, business and with your podcast and um, what's on the horizon for you for 2024? What goals have you set for yourself and how have you kept that simple? Yeah. So over the course of this year, my sister, who is the COO for my business, she and I decided to launch another business on top of the coaching business. And that is the marketing agency. So we provide marketing services to business owners. And that could be, you know, anything from social media management to helping them with their launch plans. Um, I have gotten to do some creative tasks as part of the agency. So I've been doing some copywriting, which I have been doing for years for my own business. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I have been teaching it to clients for years, but getting to do some copywriting for other people has been just like a fun, creative outlet for me. So that is our primary focus for 2024 is continuing to grow the agency and allowing the coaching business to feel like my passion project and 
my vision for the coaching business now is that this feels like my way to support other business owners in building the businesses that they want and mm -hmm. to have the agency then become my primary business. Got you. Got you. So it's more uh, switching from the, the people consulting part to the marketing business part. Mm -hmm. Offering services more so than education. Got it. Got it. Makes perfect sense. Well, it sounds very exciting. Very exciting. And one of the things that we talked about um, in your intro, you said that you love to travel. Mm -hmm. So tell us more about that. Are you, and how? So what I'm thinking is when you keep things simple in business, it allows you to do more of the things that you love to do, like travel. Is that right? Mm -hmm. It does. Yeah. So we have a house up in the mountains. I live in Colorado. So we go to our mountain house fairly often, although the teenagers that I mentioned and their busy social schedule and sports and all of that get in the way sometimes of our travel plans. Um, but we also just, we love going on family vacations and taking our kids around the world. My husband and I met in college studying abroad in England. So we both knew from day one that we both really enjoy traveling. Um, and this past March for spring break, we took our kids to England back to the place where we met and got to see it all again and show the kids. And it was just a really fun, like full circle feeling trip. Yeah. Oh, how awesome. And I mean, it's so fantastic when you can share these experiences with your family, share memories, create memories with them. You can't take memories away. I mean, you can buy all kinds of gifts all day long, but it's those life experiences that create those memories. And one of the things I love about being a remote business or working virtually is that you can work virtually <laughs> anywhere in the world and, mm -hmm. and do your business and things continue to, you know, keep on keeping on, whether or not you're in Colorado or Atlanta, where I am, or anywhere else in the world. So yeah. one yeah, of those we've had two different summers where we have been in Hawaii for a month and I've run the business from Hawaii. <laughs> what? <laughs> How fun, how fun is that? And yes, and Daily Movement uh, web shop says that simplicity is more time with family, more time for traveling. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> That's what I am talking about. Absolutely, 100%. So keeping things simple and, and repeatable. I love how you were talking about when things are simple, and able to be duplicated, replicated in terms of your systems and processes, it just keeps things easy for everyone who, you know, who may get left with doing some of the hands-on things while you're away, enjoying your family and creating memories while traveling. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, so important, so important. And then you also talked about your love of sports. So we have that in common. So before we, we move on to sports, we have that in common, you and I. Um, I love to travel as well. And my husband and I used to try to um, create those same types of family memories, you know, traveling with the children to different places and giving them different experiences that they could later talk about. And they still talk about those experiences even as grownups. 
<laughs> so that's pretty fun to, to listen to. Um, so I can't stress that enough that if you are a uh, woman business owner or any business owner, I know our audience is primarily women, but when you can put into practice these things that Samantha's talking about, simplifying things and uh, putting processes in place that are repeatable, then you're able to create those memories with your family because you've simplified things. So it's not like you're shirking responsibility or anything like that. There's nothing negative about simplifying. It's all 100% positivity, 100%. So think about how you can simplify things in your business so that you can create more time for your family, more time for traveling and creating memories. So that's just my my uh, nuggets of wisdom taken straight from Samantha Sifring. <laughs> I love it. I love seeing like the the future part of this too. Like the kids are adults and still talking about it. That is definitely a big motivator for me is having them have these fond memories and allowing us to bond because of the travel that we do. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. It's it's the funnest thing. I'm just, I'm telling you, our kids are grown and, and to, to hear them talk to their friends or even their children about the things that they did when they were younger and places that we went, you know, and I'm like, oh man, I forgot all about that until they said something, but it left an impression with them. And, you know, so it was, it's really a lot of fun so much fun. So keep on doing that. <laughs> we will. And then, <laughs> and then you talked about sports. You love sports. Your children are in sports and the, keeping things simple helps you to be enjoy more family time. Tell us more about that. Well, the biggest part of this, I think, is that keeping things simple has allowed me to grow a really large profitable business and allowed my husband then to transition to be a stay-at-home parent. So that is the reason that my kids can do sports because we are in the phase of life of multiple activities after school. So a couple of days a week, we've got different kids going in different directions and we're doing the mom and dad taxi right now. So <laughs> I love it. Also, doing most of that driving, things would be a lot harder, uh, both for my work time and for um, family activities and all the kids' sports. But a couple years ago, my oldest played basketball. It was his sixth grade year, sixth grade mm -hmm. basketball team. And I had never been a sports person until that time. And I was mm -hmm. going to the games and just noticed myself being like very emotionally involved in this game. And like, <laughs> I was just going on this roller coaster of emotion every time they had a game. And so then I thought, well, it would be really fun since he's playing basketball to go to an NBA game in our city and mm -hmm. just get to show him that. 
And really what happened is that I became obsessed. <laughs> he was like, yeah, that's cool. But I was the one who was then becoming fanatical about this team. And um, we actually went to a game a couple nights ago this week and, you know, watch every game <laughs> during the season. <laughs> and it's become a huge passion for me. Wow, that is so awesome. And Ariel says that it's so great when parents get to spend more time with their kids more. Um, and I love that you've been able to basically retire your husband so that he can, you know, be there for the kids and be the taxi and, and all of that. And the, that's so congrats to you. Kudos for the successes that you've built so far. And you're living proof that when you simplify and put into practice the things that you are preaching that you can be successful and successful enough to retire your husband if you want or <laughs> if he wants. Um, but yeah, I remember those days. Um, so uh, I was a single mom of two boys growing, you know, who were growing up when they were little before I met my husband. And one of them loved soccer. And so we I put him in soccer when he was like six. And so I was the soccer mom and I was there and I was the one, the loudest one in the bleachers. And cheering him on. And then as he got older, he and was in school, he was on the basketball team, similar to, to yours. And I became the basketball mom. And I was there every week with the snacks and making sure that they were hydrated and all of those things. So, so much fun. And then they got older and then started playing football and 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 uh in the band in high school. And I was a band mom and the football mom. So I know exactly, you know, what that's like. And so it, it's one of those joyful things that definitely leave an impression on your children as they're getting older. Um, and they look back and they say, yeah, you were there. You helped me with those bake sales to raise money so we could get to the Rose Bowl or, <laughs> you know, whatever that looked like. Yes, I was right there. Um, but it, it was just uh, so much fun. And I love, you know, bringing this back full circle to business. When you keep things simple in your business and you're able to grow your business and scale your business to the point where you can spend more time with your family, that's what it's all about. I think that is like the epitome of success. Mm -hmm. What do I you think? think? So yeah, I agree. I think the money, it's not like money is bad. You know, it's like, yeah, that's great. But I think it's great for what choices it has opened up for us and Absolutely. being able to have a family life where my husband's home and he actually came home a couple months before COVID started and everything was shut down and the kids were then, you know, homeschooling, not by choice, but by, <laughs> by necessity. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, and he was able to, to handle all of that. So Wow. I think there's just been so many benefits for us because of the business that I have been able to build. And, and I think, you know, we haven't even seen the impact of that on our family and, and what it's going to be like, I think, when our kids are adults and they had their dad home full time and I'm home too. I'm just in the office for part of the day, but both parents home and, hands-on with them and, and supportive right. of them. I feel like the difference that that's making, we don't even know the full impact of. 
Oh, trust me when I tell you, it makes all the difference. When you take a, a child, you can almost look at them and how they're behaving and see whether or not their parents stay home with them or, or are engaged with them or not. <laughs> and, and I'm just going to leave that right there because it's evident. It's evident in, in how the children behave how engaged your parents are. Even when I was in school, my mom was so engaged at the school. She came to every parent-teacher conference. She made sure to follow up with teachers. She made sure my homework was done. She checked my homework. She <laughs> made sure I did it. I mean, she stayed so engaged and made sure I was involved in every program, <laughs> it seemed like, <laughs> mm -hmm. so for the betterment of my education so that I didn't miss any opportunity. Because her thing was, um, no one can take your education away from you. And so she was all about getting a great education. So she was super involved. And so then when I had kids, <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm going to parent-teacher conferences. I'm talking to your teachers. They have my email address. They have my phone number. I know when report cards come out, <laughs> you know. I'm a whole nine. <laughs> and so there's like a relationship that you establish with these teachers when you're an involved parent and when you're engaged with your, you know, and your kids know. <laughs> so it leaves an impression. And, you know, it, unfortunately, some children don't have the benefit of, of parents who take that kind of interest in, in their education and, and, you know, so it's unfortunate. So yes, you are leaving a legacy and doing an um, amazing thing by being able to stay home and be so involved. And your husband too, hats off to him, you know, for being so involved and, and um, being that dad, you know, that's there, <laughs> involved, mm -hmm. active, <laughs> you know, so yeah. important, so important. So this is legacy building stuff. <laughs> that you guys are doing because children tend to repeat what they see. So you're setting the right example. They're going to set the right example. Or it's more likely, more likely that they're going to set the right example when they see the Hope right so. example. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Some of them kind of go off the deep end every now and then. <laughs> That's their own choice. But yeah, they they eventually too will see the wisdom in what you tried to tell them as they were jumping off the cliff. Oh. <laughs> They'll come back around. <laughs> That's right. Like, mom, I should have listened. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's like, yep, so should have. Nope. <laughs> no, anyways. <laughs> but anyways, I, I digress. We are getting uh, talking about simplifying things and in business and how keeping things simple definitely goes a long way in the success of your business. So tell us how we can reach you and uh, and the different things you have going on. If people want to stay in touch, I know people are gonna wanna stay in touch with you to learn more about the secret to your success by keeping it simple. Yeah, so here's my website, samanthasiffering.com. That's a great place to connect with me, learn more about me, see what I'm up to, You know how you can work with me, all of those things. Um, yes. On there, you can also, find the link to my podcast that we already mentioned and talked about a little bit, Simple Online Business. I also have a free community that's linked there. It is called Online Business Building Women. And 
you are welcome to join. I am very active in there. I post tips. I post all kinds of engagement posts where you're able to network with other business owners. And then finally, starting on Monday, I am hosting a free business planning event. And of course, it's all about keeping it simple. I am going to help you set a really big, scary, but exciting goal and then create a simple plan that you will actually be able to follow through with in 2024. So if you're, you know, thinking about, oh, I, you know, I'm afraid to say the goal out loud that I really want to achieve. This is the space to say it out loud, claim it, create the plan and get my support in keeping it simple. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. And th th it's so funny that you talked about uh, big, hairy, audacious goals. <laughs> Me, I was one of the things that um, uh, I was reading a book called The Circle Maker and uh, by Mark Batterson, I think is his name. But he talked about these big, hairy, audacious goals that are so big. We need to set them. We need to set them. and. Um, so to, to hear you talking about that made me made me think about that. And to know that there's someone who can help you along that journey of reaching that goal is is half the battle right there because you know you're not alone when you have these ideas. And I think as women, sometimes it's hard to even allow ourselves to dream big. Mm -hmm. And so for you to create a space where, they have safety and they have comfort and, and they can, they can openly express themselves and say the words out loud and know that they're going to land in a place of nurturing. I think that that is so fantastic. So thank you so much for creating that opportunity. And I hope our audience takes full advantage. <laughs> I hope they do too. It, I have seen so many people come out of that event and achieve the big audacious goal. So really like it, it just is really great work to do. So I encourage anybody who wants to grow their business next year to join me. Yes, absolutely. And, and I second that. <laughs> so I, I raised my hand for those who are listening on the podcast later. So <laughs> <laughs> well, that is awesome. Um, and is there anything else that you'd like to promote besides the um, design2024.com website um, for those who aren't able to, um, if we could put the websites back up, then we can just repeat them um, so that people know where to go. Design2024.com is the website where people can sign up and know that they are going to be supported in their big, hairy, audacious goals for 2024 by Samantha Siffring and her team. Uh, and also, there the uh, the uh, podcast and the Facebook page support group definitely want to make sure people have that. So the Facebook group um, for online business building women uh, women <laughs> <laughs> yes definitely want to be a part of that because community is so important to keeping to to building a business, number one, um, mm -hmm. and that you have a support group is so important. 
So important. Mm-hmm. You have to have people in your corner who believe in you, who encourage you, who cheer you on, you know, tell you you can do it on those days when you're not feeling like you can do it. <laughs> you know, it's so mm-hmm. important. So thank you for creating that space of simple online uh, business podcast um, uh, for the tips and then the whole Facebook community where people can come to, you know, women can come together and uh, share their successes, share their anxieties even, and uh, get the encouragement and support that they need on a regular basis. Yeah, absolutely. I'm happy yeah. to have anybody join that group. That's So even men? No, not men. Sorry. Any. Okay. <laughs> no men. <laughs> Women. Okay. If you are a woman, you're welcome. There's men have all the other men. Things. All right. We'll let the men do the men things in the men groups. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for that, um, Samantha. This has been so fun, so exciting. Um, and are, do you have any other tips or tricks or final words for our audience before we sign off for today? I think really the main thing that I just want everybody to know is that their goals are possible for them. And the process that I walk you through in design 2024 shows this, but you look at that revenue goal you have, you do the math for that. And then you create a plan to achieve it. Like if you break it down like that really simply, you can do it. And you're capable of so much more than you realize. Yes. I love that. I love it. And and just allow yourself to dream. Allow yourself to think big. You got to think anyway. So you might as well think big. Yes. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And that in itself is a whole process. (laughs) So thank you so much for those final words of encouragement and, uh, uh, and nuggets of wisdom to, to share. And thank you for creating a space to help all the women achieve their goals, their revenue goals um, by breaking it down uh, so they can celebrate at the milestones. You know what I mean? And, and celebrate themselves as they are accomplishing their goals and, and achieving on their way to achieving their dreams. You know, yeah. maybe someone's dream could be to take a family trip to Europe, you know, but if someone never said the words, then that could have been like too far-fetched. It could never happen. Um, my son did that to to me. <laughs> when I told you I was a single parent raising my my children. And he was, I think in the seventh grade, Getting, no, he was in the eighth grade, getting ready to be, go into ninth grade. And he was in an advanced art class. And the teacher presented them with an opportunity to go to Italy uh, with the advanced art class to see the works of like Michelangelo and da, uh, da Vinci and all, all of the, the famous artists of the Italian Renaissance. And I found the paper on the table. Like he didn't even hand it to me. He just laid it down like it was scrap paper. <laughs> And I said, what is this? He goes, oh, it's just something that our art teacher is coordinating. Um, They're planning a trip to Italy for the class. And I was like, what? Do you want to go? And he was like, mom, it's Italy. And I'm like, 
do you want to go or not? <laughs> but in his mind, that was too far-fetched. It was too mm -hmm. unachievable for his mom, a single mom, who was working during the day and going to school at night to go, you know, going back to college as an adult to also be able to provide for him to be able to go to Italy with his class. So sometimes it, you just have to put the words out there that say, you can do this. We yeah. can do this. We both went to Italy. <laughs> I love it. I'm glad you went too. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm sure they need chaperones. <laughs> So here he is, this teenager. We're creating memories. He's getting 13, I think. And we are on a plane heading over to Italy for the very first time, leaving the country and seeing things we've never seen before, smelling things we've never smelled before, seeing these old buildings from back in the BC areas <laughs> era, <laughs> you know, that were just massive, massive. The Colosseum, I mean, so absolutely incredible. This, these were lifetime, once in a lifetime type experiences. I shouldn't even say once in a lifetime. It was our first time. I'll put it that way. <laughs> but just hear the words, receive the words, and know that those could be your words soon. So connect with Samantha Siffring. She's amazing. So as we close out today's show, Samantha, you are made for something great. So go and be awesome. Thank you so much.